and there's this fucking book <laughs> that they're selling where it's literally just like how have sex today 1000 ways to to get laid like all <laughs> like and you can release this bullshit because you have this entire population of people that you know are going to eat it out of the palm of your hands And welcome back to another week of Almost Cool. I'm Marty, and my boy Hooter is over Hello, there. Hello, everyone. How are you? Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. You know, taking a, had a long day work day yesterday, so I'm just kind of, I get the liberty to, like, if I work a long day, I get to have, like, a lot less hours on Friday kind of deal. Uh, Hell yeah. So, I was like, after, after a 14-hour work day, dude, like, the last thing you want to do is get up and be like, oh, I've got to go to work. Like, <laughs> the worst <laughs> you're not wrong dude yeah it was awful it's no but it, it, it was it's been a busy week but like i said uh like i was telling you before i'm going on vacation tomorrow so it's just gonna be a nice mental break from everything and kind of get rewired and recharged back up i think it's so important to take Hell those yeah. vacation days i'm like because i i, I get so fed up with oh me and uh k-dog are going to aruba Aruba, dude. Holy I, shit. I know. <laughs> I know. You know, it's it sounds like a bougie trip and it and it was a little bit. Um but we've been planning this for like two or three months now. And uh we've we've been getting super good deals like on Groupons and stuff. And um Fuck yeah. We we, we did the uh we faked like being married, so we got like the honeymoon package. <laughs> So we're like, we got like a super good deal on that. And so, I mean, it's just going to be an all around good time. Like, hell yeah, man. Look, Dude, you, you know, and Allison need I to hear... look into it. If... <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I feel like <laughs> I've heard, I've heard so much, but so little about Aruba that I think of it as a made up place. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. It doesn't sound <laughs> like it sounds like Timbuktu to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude, like the, going the to island Aruba. is like what? Yeah, it's it's so small. Like it, it's just right off the the northern end of South America, and we get a direct flight there and everything. So it's gonna be it's super easy to get there and back, and it's like made to be resorty. So, but it's like clear water and snorkeling and doing all that jazz. So casinos there might go do a little gambling for fun i don't know it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be a good time dude <laughs> a little far fun uh, gambling love that <laughs> i know i'm not a big gambler yeah, think... but you know you have have some fun money to go out and just like be reckless for a couple games and then you're like all right i'm done <laughs> yeah you're not wrong dude i think we have like a little a little delay if i'm not mistaken Alrighty, and welcome back to Almost Cool. As uh, every week, we have a little bit of technical difficulty, <laughs> so thank you for bearing with us. <laughs> I swear to God, dude, we're like cursed with <laughs> having to do this shit every week. Man, oh man, I know, I know, it's fucking upsetting sometimes. But you know, to everyone else, it only a second went by, if that. <laughs> but yep. for us, yeah, like no, exactly. It's kind of it's like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh, well dude uh yeah let's uh 
today or th- today this week we're going to be talking about the game things that uh <sighs> you do things that i oh, do things that other people do that, <laughs> about the game the game meaning pickup game and talking to different pickup people game. that you're interested in <laughs> i can see Jesus the frustration Christ, <laughs> on your face already <laughs> oh man dude i want you to know so look listen everybody here's the thing and allison has told me this millions of times i am a natural flirt with everyone that i'm not mm-hmm. trying to flirt with like Let's i just <laughs> If I'm friends with someone, if I know them, like, I'll be goofing around. I'll be like, oh, yeah, you're so hot today. What's going on, baby? You look so good. Hell, yeah. I'm, like, doing that to everybody. But as soon as I get interested in someone, oh, boy. (laughs) I sound like a fucking idiot. You know how hard it is to flirt with my wife sometimes because I just feel uncomfortable? Like, Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> dude i i uh i think i i don't know if that's is it is it flirting or is it just like because there's no stress on being interested in people it's easier to like gas people up you know i don't know is that i guess i get i don't know i guess that's a form of flirting but yeah I don't it's know. like I, how people kinda, just being told that i'm a big old flirt with people which you know like i guess maybe I like, does making people laugh count as flirting with them? Yeah, in some ways, but like that's just me just trying to be friendly, not even trying to yeah. be. Hey, what's up, mama? How you doing? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I think that's like that's a little bit of like my strategy is, you know, if I was to be around a bunch of people, I think I'm just naturally, you know, talkative and outgoing, and I I love making people laugh just like you and that i guess sometimes like when you're a little nicer and then you're funny people think of it as flirting but i never think right. of it as flirting until somebody says like are you flirting with me or like you were flirting with people all night and so i'm like well i don't i don't think it was flirting like i just like because i'm not deliberately being like damn you look good like trying to let me buy you a drink you know i'm not trying to like spoon you <laughs> in any way i'm just being myself and if you know, I'm not gonna be mean to you. So, like, yeah, exactly. it comes off, I guess, <laughs> a little flirty sometimes. But I kind of take it as, you know, uh, I don't know. Just oh, it, man. if you're laughing, then no, we're all having no, a good time. Honestly, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> already going on a little tangent, but I'll never forget when I realized. So, I think I've talked about this person on the podcast before, but. I'm not going to say her name, but um, do you remember that girl, our freshman year, the one that like kind of went a little crazy? And Yeah, absolutely. Was, I do. Oh, a I little? <laughs> okay, cool. 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 <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Um, anyway, when she thought that I was like really, really interested in her, she perceived my friendship as flirting with her all the time. It Mm -hmm. dawned on me that so many people, like, when they say, oh, you flirt with everybody. It's like, no, I don't. I'm just being nice. Like, people have been (laughs) in such bad (laughs) relationships and just talking to really just shitty people that an ounce of kindness just seems like someone is in love with you. (laughs) It's just like that. It blew my mind because (laughs) 
I don't want to be mean to anybody unless it's my coworker Gail. Fuck you, Gail. I hope you listen to this. <laughs> that's, that's just our relationship. But uh <laughs> No, I totally yeah, agree. I'm gonna with put that. out a whole Gail diss track. <laughs> it's kind of funny, oh, like when you I don't want to carry bad juju like around you know i don't carry my relationships with me um and i I think we've both been in circumstances where you know you you kind of question if they're flirting with you and then you leave and then i'm like i mean that was just a good interaction like that's that's nothing more than that like it's okay just to be like yeah yeah all right chalk it up to like all right that was cool like i just had a good time like i they were nice to me that's thing i want and (laughs) then that was (laughs) it was good i don't i never put that Especially, this is a thing I have about guys in their in their early twenties and things, like when they're really getting yeah. to know who they are and they're trying to date. And I I totally get that, like, oh, if they're nice to me, they're interested. Uh, like, I kind of relate to that because you know, if you are interested in someone, you are going to be nice to them, and like, you are going to try to court them and like try to be, you know, draw them in in some type of way, but. I don't like I right. think people yeah like you were saying people get in such shitty relationships in high school and early college that when they find someone who's just like genuinely nice person <laughs> it gets so <laughs> skewed and they're, they're like oh I'm going to marry this guy tomorrow if he if he asks it's like whoa whoa oh and vice gosh, versa man. like guys are the same way like if a girl's nice to them they're instantly like oh I I got to go for it and I'm like dude calm, calm can we <laughs> calm down a little bit like <laughs> A girl's nice and pretty. That ain't right. <laughs> that ain't right. It just ain't right. <laughs> that ain't right, dude. You're either one or the other. Like, you're no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're either one. <laughs> no, man. Like, it 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 makes me feel like <laughs> the amount of times I've just been friend zoned, <laughs> like without even yep. being remotely interested in a person, just because I'm being nice to them and they think it's like, oh. Like, he's sweet and being really nice, but I just don't like him like that. And then I find out years down the road that, like, it's like, yeah, I put you in the friend zone, like, years ago. I said, what are you talking about? Like, there was no me trying to get out of the friend zone. Like, I don't understand this conversation. I asked you how your day was going. Not if you wanted to fuck, dude. Yeah, like, (laughs) that's the thing with the friend zone is, like, if someone puts you in the friend zone and you never take initiative to try to progress a relationship, like you're genuinely like, this is a friend. I just like being around them. It's cool. Then you stay in the friend zone and it's like to them, they already made up their mind, right? And to you, you're just chilling. Yeah. So the whole time you're just like, oh, like, what? how's your day going? Whatever. And then in their heads, they're like, all right, well, I got to navigate this so I don't include him too much <laughs> i don't give like, him the wrong like, idea <laughs> yeah i don't want to give him the wrong it's like dude i will live in the friend zone forever with the people that i'm not interested but like and if you bring it up i'm gonna be like yeah, no man. i can stay there i'm fine i'm, I'm cool i'm comfortable <laughs> like, I'm totally good. That, it kind of puts less pressure on you when you do find out you know if you're immediately in the friend zone i don't take it i don't take it to heart because you're not i'm not expecting every girl that i'm interested to be interested in me so if i am friend zone for some reason i'm not butthurt about it like i don't know i've been in love like just a couple times in my life and those people are like very heavy weighted people that i've formed relationships with and attached over years like 
I'm not going to be mad over like a week of talking to you and you friend zone me. Like I'm not, that's not me. Like I don't, maybe that's, no. I'm, maybe I'm just too nonchalant about stuff like that. That's the thing about this subject is the game is I don't, I don't try. And when I say I don't try, don't get me wrong. Like I've been on mm, dating mm, apps mm, and I've, mm, mm. I've put myself out there asking people out. I've been like, I've been wanting to go on dates, but my mentality with the whole thing is getting to know someone, see if there's a connection, and if there's no connection, then you move on. But you can keep like being friends and things, but it's no malice. Like there's no like I'm not trying to get you to be my girlfriend. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I think I I like those organic relationships that are built genuinely and and maybe a little slowly than most people like i don't just jump see yeah head in you know i think that's the um that's the the trap that people fall in is that they need immediate results in that if after one conversation this girl or guy or whoever is like isn't falling at your feet wanting to do everything for you then they feel like they they're a failure when it comes to relationships <laughs> and don't get me wrong everyone goes through that mindset you know most people do anyway like there was a point in time where if someone didn't show immediate interest in me oh god i felt terrible about myself but mm-hmm. after getting my heart broken a few times and realizing not to rush into things because that is oh man tread lightly fellas but like <laughs> going in <laughs> like lately <laughs> after a while after a while um oh man we still have this delay man it's fucking killing me i'm gonna sorry everybody one more second all right we are back again hopefully this is a little bit better all right so yeah i think like um oh, man i hate technical difficulties just because i always kind of forget what ramble i was on <laughs> <laughs> and I have to kind of navigate my way back to it. Um, oh, yeah. Patience, my friends. Patience. Don't be rushing into all this stuff. Solely because, like, naturally, I, I think we, we, we're we way too used to this internet age and having everything instant. And this is a conversation that Allison and I have had a few times. Uh, not about this specifically, but like two day shipping is now way too slow for us. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. <laughs> you used to have to wait like weeks <laughs> to get a package in the mail. <laughs> now you can get it in two days. But and I found myself tripping up about this as well just this week. So I bought a saxophone while I had COVID. Uh, also, I had COVID again this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> Stars are lining, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, won't have it for Mardi Gras. That's all I care about. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but I bought a saxophone and I had to order a new mouthpiece with it. And so the saxophone came in first and it's just been sitting there and I couldn't play it because I didn't have the mouthpiece. And then two days later, the mouthpiece finally comes in and the ligature that came with the saxophone does not fit the mouthpiece that I ordered. Oh, so I had, I had to wait two whole days to get one because I couldn't go to a music store. One, because I was like quarantining, but two, because fucking uh, with all this shipping shit that's happening right now where mm-hmm. barges are still just kind of in the ocean for 
<laughs> can't yeah, just seem to find a way to land. <laughs> like, uh, ligatures are just on back order everywhere. I'm like, how did y'all sell out of this so fast? Yeah, <laughs> this such is a weird thing, thing to not yeah. have in stock. <laughs> it's weird. So I had to order one as well online, and I had to wait a whole another two days, and... Bruh, I was just like, I was so furious that I was just looking at the saxophone, not being able to play it badly. (laughs) I don't know how to play saxophone, and I couldn't get started on my saxophone learning journey for another three or four days after I already had it. And it was blowing my mind because I had no patience because I'm so used to getting everything the day I need it. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's how... We kind of view relationships as well, and also uh, along with the patience aspect of it, we have this idea that just with all the movies and videos and shit that we watch, and this is one reason why, like, after I turned 15, I <laughs> I came to the conclusion that, like, pickup game videos were complete bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you have, like, all your tabs open for... <laughs> pickup game no dude i remember being 15 and oh what was the what was there was one in particular that i would watch um simple pickup that's what it was i would watch their videos and then after like a month of that i was like this is bullcrap like people don't talk this way (laughs) what is happening here um i mean shout out to those guys because they're funny at least but there's something that like when we see all i'm going to be talking about men specifically here because genuinely i suck at flirting intentionally and mm-hmm. i suck at picking up signs i i think of myself as someone who picks up on people's behaviors and mannerisms and read them from there when it comes to this i am terrible at it mm-hmm. how i am engaged i have no idea um but like seeing like guys who are just so trying to be way overly macho and I'm the fucking alpha bro. Like the fucking, like you have to be with me or else like I <laughs> yeah. control this situation. Yeah. I think it's so uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> and so because I've felt cringe watching it, I just refuse to act like that whenever <laughs> I'm talking to a girl <laughs> or whenever I was trying to get the interest of a girl before Allison. And, uh, Dude, and I think that works so well not doing that because then you're just making girls feel uncomfortable and you're making women feel like there's already bad stigmas that like women, you know, like can't handle themselves. And we know that's not true, but like some people being put into a corner and be like, give me your fucking number. I need this for views. Like, oh (laughs) shit. Like, I think it's such a... I, I I remember going on uh, when we did that podcast episode with Straight from the Tap, and I had a whole twenty minute conversation or a whole twenty minute tangent about toxic masculinity being kind of dead in theory. But when I see that shit, it makes me back up and think, oh, "All right, maybe there's some credit to this." And like, I think that's such stupid bullshit, and mm. it's not good for anybody because what do you? What are you supposed to do in that situation if you don't get what you want? And when you have this guy who's fucking 6'5", like all beef, you know, just, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, 
you know, like we're hooking up tonight, baby. What's going on? Like we are doing this, like making the plans for you. How do you get out of that? And so I, me, myself, I never want to put someone else into that, that predicament. Yeah. And that so trap. I'm just going to be, yeah. I'm just going to make it as comfortable as possible for you, dude. And honestly, I think the long game, if there is a game that we're playing here, and that's also like long game is just for a lack of a better word forming a, a friendship and relationship beforehand in my experience has been the best thing in the world because I've gotten such I, I've never dated a girl solely for like three weeks you know a serious girlfriend mm-hmm. you know I've had my stunts or my stints where it's just me feeling emotionally dead inside and knowing that I can't have a deep intimate relationship with someone at that time but also putting that information out there to to not give any false expectation of what this arrangement is. I don't yeah, know if that's yeah. a good word for it, but like, nah, yeah. Um, but every time I've been emotionally stable enough to have a deep relationship with someone, I was friends with them for a year first. I'm not saying that's what you have to do, but that's just how the cards lined up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I think... I think with that, I mean, you just took being a predator off the table. And I, I, I didn't realize, like, until recently, I didn't come to conclusions about what the being a predator as a male represented and how it was, like, executed with people. But, like, I mean, what you just described of, like, backing some poor girl into a corner saying, give me your number. And, like, I don't know. Like, I'm under six foot, so I had to form a personality before I, you know, met people. <laughs> and <laughs> with that, I was, like... You know, I, I I was young and dumb and in high school and things like I, I liked a girl from afar and I didn't even know her name. And I was like, oh, like, I really like her. I'm going to go try to like swoon her and be, you know, I'm going to try to get her interested. And uh, enough of that where like you're back and forth of like, I'm interested in you. And then you find out their name later and then you're like, oh, well, and then you like become boyfriend and girlfriend and then you're telling everybody that you're boyfriend and girlfriend but then you're not actually hanging out at school like you're just texting when you leave and like i i know that's a it's a really immature as a young kid thing to do but like people (laughs) people progress that kind of mentality into being like into being our age and like now it's like like i don't want to back anyone into a corner i don't want to force anyone into a situation i want them to genuinely want to be there and genuinely want them to be interested and so the way i need to do that is present myself to the fullest and they can either be excited about that or they can not be interested and either one is fine and i think a lot of people get butt hurt and i get it like you're you're trying to put yourself out there and it didn't go the way you want but it's hard to not take that personally but most of the time it's like not personal like it's just like i i'm not interested and like they move on and then you'll you know you get get pick up pick yourself up and go right back out there but with dating like i'm kind of with you on the whole friend thing because i need to know if we can hang out without this intimate this type of intimacy uh going on first because if we yeah because i've jumped into situations where like i'm okay i've met this girl she's really cool we're interested she came over we went on a date and then we're pretty much like consensually being just like on the romantic side of this relationship. Like there's no friend zone in the sense of like we can hang out and we can do all these things as like 
a couple would do and like go on dates and flirt and do all that. But then you, when you take a step back and try to be friends with them, it doesn't really work out and your, your differences yep. get too much in the way. And then people hold so much weight on the romantic side. Well, like we kissed and we had sex and we had these things going on intimately like that. That definitely means something. I, I think there's a connection that's value. I value with connecting uh, physically with somebody, but that doesn't carry over into connecting with them emotionally and or like personality wise. Like, I think uh, if you if people jump in really heavy on that romantic side first, and then they you know you have intimacy in, in various different forms, and then that weight you can't let go. Because it's so serious to you, you let that person in. You let that person. Uh, you exposed yourself in certain certain ways, not that not a lot of people see. So, yep. You're now that person has seen that, and now you you don't want that thing to go away because you let them in, and so that hurts when they leave. But like if you, I've had that thing where you're hanging out with somebody, and everything's great physically, and then they leave, and you're like, well, like we didn't even have a conversation or like we didn't, I don't even know what anything about them or I didn't know any. And it's like, I can't build the relationship that way. If, if intimacy starts first, you know? Yeah. I think, I think those relationships have their place. Obviously it's a, a mutually consensual thing that listen, like I'm really not interested in you as, you know, a girlfriend, but like, if you're about it, I'm about it. And, you know, that's totally up to them. Mm-hmm. And, like, my first girlfriend in college, it was an absolute terrible relationship. Absolutely, like, doomed from the start. And <laughs> after we broke up, like, we had that just little fling for a little while where it was like, hey, listen, like, I like we're friends, I guess. <laughs> you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to say this, like, it was not a a gross thing. It was not a a taking advantage of someone's situation. For sure. Where both of us was like, hey, like, I just need some, I just need a physical relationship. <laughs> I just need a fuck tonight. Like, what's up? Like, yeah, come absolutely. Over. Like, yeah, dude, that's fine. Yeah, I'll be there. You know, I could go for that too. And then, you know, we have a quick chat. It's like, cool, see you next week. And then yeah, head out yeah. of there. And like, that was fine. That was mm-hmm. good. That's all mm-hmm. either of us wanted. And, um, oh man, I, another thing I do want to say is that if we're talking about all these like pickup, yeah, I've got like three big thoughts on this. So if I ramble for a bit too long, <laughs> but looking at these videos and the, the pickup culture as a thing, not that I'm invested into it, but like. Some, I will say, are a lot better than others. You know, they have some people that are literally try and teach you the right things and don't have that fake confidence of, like, of just being like, oh, I'm the best in the world. Don't be, like, that douchebag confidence. Have the confidence in being genuine because I think that is a lot harder and a lot more nuanced because – be confident because people do pick up on that and they find that attractive and being confident in your, your approach and genuinely listening and having the ability to be like, okay, cool. Like this isn't what I'm looking for. 
like we could be friends that's fine but if you are interested in having the confidence to to actually jump at those feelings that you're having and mm-hmm. being able to pick up what the feelings that they're having as well <clears throat> excuse me um that is so much more important than just saying oh i've got a big dick let's fuck you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely that's, that's a lot more I, I generally think that's a lot more attractive just in people in general. Um, when I see guys who, some of my friends who, you know, never really had a serious relationship in their lives and they're the most confident people around. And it's not that they are terrified of relationships or whatever, but when they dip their toes into the dating pool and they find that these people aren't what they're looking for, they're totally fine with being I'm not settling like I want mm-hmm. to I want to have a great relationship and so we'll see how this goes if it doesn't work out listen better <laughs> you know I hope I hope everything's fine we could be friends and a lot of them are still friends with those people they've dated and I think that's really amazing because they never ended it on a bad note or or abruptly left they just yeah. said they had the actual talk of why this isn't working out for them and yeah. i think that's great yeah. yeah no the the distinguish or the the things that i want to distinguish are like the two sides of this story where if you're out there dating to find a serious girlfriend or are you out there to f- have a good time in like like hookup culture basically like yeah i think that like i i what i described first was my approach on trying to find a serious relationship because there are i have the two sides i've i've been a hoe before like i'm not i'm not perfect i've I've had my phases and like (laughs) i and uh, in those phases i was very deliberately and very bluntly uh expressive on that like on my approach to people like oh i'm not looking for this this is i'm just kind of like having fun and seeing what's going on if you're not cool with that we can be friends i'm not worried about that i don't i don't want to trick you into liking me and then me like over here being like okay well i'm getting what i want but you're not and i don't and i'm gonna egg you on so i can keep getting what i want like i'm not i'm not that kind of person and i hope no one is you know i think and then but like you know finding a serious girlfriend i am like that where it's like okay if i'm getting what i want i want to keep you around and i'm gonna try to you know develop something genuine and in, in a, in a, and deeper on an emotional level with you so that you feel like we're connecting more than physical. And I'll let you know, like if I, I, you know, if I'm finding that serious girlfriend, I'm not doing my pickup game. Like it's kind of weird. Like if I'm finding a serious relationship, I actually kind of go in with no game at all. And I'm just myself <laughs> and I'm just, I present who I am and who I am like comfortably in front of people. Um, and then, because I want you to like who I am as a person in a serious relationship, that's how you're going to start mm-hmm. that is like be yourself. Granted, I've done the thing where, you know, you go out on a date or two and I'm in uh, that phase where I'm un- emotionally unavailable and I'm just looking for something physical. And granted, I still want to have a good time. I still want to laugh and joke and have a, you know, a, a conversation and like be be comfortable around you. But that's where the pickup mm-hmm. game is. Like that's where I'll be a little bit more flirty and that's where I'll be a little bit more um eccentric in certain ways and not not being fake, yeah. but just like that's how you know you naturally act if you're trying to impress somebody or you're trying to get to them to that point cuz but yeah, it's it's kind of weird like 
you have game and then you don't when it's on this depending on the circumstance and more times than not yeah. i'm not looking for i know i'm i'm starting a serious relationship right now and the way we formed that was we met off tinder and we went on a couple dates and then before you know before i knew it i was like damn i really like this person like we're having we had talks about mental health and anxieties that we have like on our first date and then we um the next date we just like watched a movie and we're laughing and roasting the movie the whole time and like it, it nothing was like really physical like of course i was interested i'm yeah. attracted like that that's present but it wasn't this all right like i'm gonna get you into bed and then i can start the relationship building like that's not yeah. that if it's a serious relationship that's not how i want it and granted there are circumstances out there where you go full forward or full force all gas, no brakes on the romantic, intimate side of things, and then it can grow into an emotionally stable relationship. That's that's definitely possible, and that's a scenario I'm sure people have dealt with, and that's really great. But that's not my approach when I'm trying to find someone I yeah. really want to spend time with. And I, I get, I yeah, it's hey. like the <laughs> those game videos. Are like I'm just thinking that's if I was watching those and doing it, it was because I was trying to you know, do something on the side of the physical intimacy side and yeah. not trying to find something serious, you know, like <laughs> for me, I was my underdeveloped brain. It was just fascinated and said, I have to imitate this. And then when I saw that it was not working <laughs> solely because I was, I was not picking up on anything that was actually, you know, being portrayed at least by the good ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had to I had to have a whole rearrangement of my mindset. But honestly, look at you. Your situation's working out. You're married, going to Aruba now. The honeymoon package, baby. You got the honeymoon package? Yeah, boy. But no, man, like uh this next little thing, like I'm gonna completely rip off uh Drew Gooden on YouTube right now. But Okay. <laughs> um I watched one of his videos recently where he was looking at <laughs> it's so funny that i watched this like right like the day before we were going to record this episode but he posted this video and he's like oh yeah like i saw this tweet uh the other day and i've just been fascinated by it and it's just this picture of a girl like reaching for a bag of doritos at the grocery store and the caption says like you see this hot girl in the aisle like how do you open and it's just like this gross pick up fucking nasty culture uh twitter account yeah and everybody <laughs> in the comment section obviously like everybody was making fun of it right For everybody's sure. like oh yeah i fall over the bags of doritos and knock everything over <laughs> and say, what's up what's but up? there but but then you get to those comments where you actually see the people genuinely responding and they try and like like gauge out and and pre disp they tried to play everything out beforehand so they're already making the decisions of what the girl is going to say and how there's like oh all right i'm gonna go from the left the left hand side grab a bag of doritos say these are an immaculate snack have you tried the cool ranch flavor <laughs> and like she'll say Oh, cool ranch! I've never heard of it. And then I'll say, "Let me open your eyes." And like, you know, yeah. saying all this really cheesy, gross shit Let me open about fucking bag. Doritos. <laughs> like, 
And then he goes on this deep dive where he goes to like the Twitter account that posted that tweet and it has a following of like 50,000 people or some shit and people are just like, "Oh yeah, it's just this small collective of just people trying to to <laughs> to manipulate their way into relationships." <laughs> like and that's like and 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 then like I I looked at it and there's this fucking book <laughs> that they're selling where it's literally just like how have sex today one thousand ways to to get laid like all these, like and you can release this bullshit because you have this entire population of people that you know are gonna eat it out of the palm of your hands and it's just like how. How bad is it that we are so uncomfortable talking about how to actually hit on women or try to uh, form a relationship genuinely mm-hmm. that because I'm sorry like I've had many conversations with my friends and some not so much friends anymore where I would talk to them and they like ask them it's like hey how do you approach women and like what do you do because I seem to be having some trouble. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I don't know. It's just something you got or you don't got, buddy. Like, you just got to. <laughs> I'm just like, it's like, dude, I have never seen you with anyone. Like, <laughs> okay, so. I, like, <laughs> like, not one. So obviously that's not working for you. And I'm glad. So now I can just watch you and stay clear away from that. Mm-hmm. Um but it's so uncomfortable for some reason to admit that you suck at talking to people of the opposite sex or the same sex. You're, 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 you suck at talking to people that you're interested in mm-hmm. and you feel ashamed of it. And instead of like asking how <laughs> with your friends and, you know, people in that demographic that you're interested in, it's like, hey, what do you like? How can I like what's a good way for me to get people i'm interested in interested in me mm-hmm. like how do i have a conversation with someone mm-hmm. it's so frowned upon for some reason and it makes no sense it's like because <laughs> yeah people want that immediate gratification bruh, of like take the l like, and take a class <laughs> <laughs> take the l and take a class <laughs> no i'm telling oh, you god now we're back I just I just endorsed pickup videos. Yeah, you wow. really did. <laughs> Holy shit! What a hypocrite! <laughs> what a hypocrite! No, that's no. I think I mean it is. There is a element to approaching people and wanting to put your feelings and your intentions forward. Um, you know, especially uh, you're attracted to someone. It's not wrong. Like I'm kind of trying to not make it seem like it's wrong to approach people and it's wrong to go for it. Cause that's not at all what no, I'm, it's, I'm thinking of. Cause I, I think it's not wrong at it's all. It's just the mentality behind the approach. The mentality that I go into, if I'm, if I'm genuinely going to like, if I see someone from across the bar and I want to go introduce myself and have a conversation, that's not wrong. Like you're, that's how you meet people. That's how you get yeah. out there. That's how you do that. I think it's just my mentality behind it is like, I want to be considerate of that person's space and that person's like and be considerate of the reasons why they're out because their reasoning why they're out could be like, oh, I'm catching up with an old friend that I haven't seen in a while. I I'm meeting my mom here. I'm you know, you you don't know when you approach them. And so my mentality is like I'm not going in being like, okay, I'm going to flirt 
and then she's going to respond well. And if she doesn't, yeah. then I'm going to get angry and then I'm a pressure into doing something. And like, I'm just going to like overstay my welcome. Like my approach is like, Hey, let me go see what's going on with this person. Let me introduce myself. Let me, let me try to like break the ice of some sort, you know, and then yeah. have a little conversation. Like my first approach is not to be like, Hey, let me buy you a drink. That's to me, that's a little, I, I, I get that that's acceptable, but I don't, to me, I that makes me uncomfortable because, yeah, you know, you don't know, I don't know why they're there. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I get, I, I no, I totally understand what you're saying. It's like, you have to be like you said, you have to be considerate of why they're out. Obviously I'm not going to go <laughs> to a fucking, <laughs> this is a weird example. <laughs> I'm not going to go hit on somebody at a fucking funeral. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Or a bachelorette party. <laughs> at a bachelorette party. No, you're out there celebrating something. You know, like, uh, oh, man. I went out a couple weeks ago, and there's this, like, group of, uh, group of ladies celebrating that one of their friends got a promotion. Awesome. That's great. Like, and you... To me, I wouldn't want to go impede on their time because they're not out for themselves, really. I don't know how they feel about someone coming up to them and just barging their way into a situation. It all also makes me very uncomfortable seeing people do that very same thing and then just sitting there. Like, they invite themselves welcome. over to yeah. a table. They fucking sit down. They grab a chair. They scoot themselves in between like two people having a conversation i think that's so rude and just like why are you setting the tone like that we've said it a million times first impressions are kind of bullshit but that's a hell of a first impression to get over you know what yeah, i'm saying like yeah. you consciously made that decision yeah, <laughs> like, yeah no first impressions one. are bullshit only when you're meeting people genuinely and like forming <laughs> friendships i think i think the approach of getting to be with someone or recording them or any any in in that fashion of any sort i think the first impression means absolutely everything and it's like dude you're a creep get away from me yeah like if you come <laughs> off as a creep like granted you could not be it like as a internal person but your approach was very creepy which means like in my head i'm like how many times have you done this before you know because if you're confident and you walk up and you do something like that i'm like this isn't your first rodeo like this Somewhere. is battle tested. Boy. Yeah, this is like this is something that you do on the regular, which is like I don't I want to assume that, but you know that that's where my mind goes. Where I'm like, ah, okay, that right. first impression, I can kind of draw conclusions on your approach on most things. You know, it's like that that first impression does mean something, and it is a hurdle if you fuck it up <laughs> and fuck it up <laughs> in the sense of like not making things awkward. I know I've made. You know, I've been on awkward dates and like conversations not going the way I want, and like my approach was a little off and it didn't work out, and that's okay. But like, I, I don't, I, it's the mentality of a predator. I think that's the whole encapsulating thought that I have is I don't go in with the mentality of I need this and I want this and I'm going to do everything that it takes to get it because that eliminates the other side of like the, it eliminates the other person's feelings and they're disregarded because of your intent. And yeah. I don't know if like my mentality is I want to build it, you know, I'm I'm going to present myself. I'm going to try to be funny. I'm going to try to, you know, have a good time. But I, I don't know. I just I know I keep saying that, but like it's a it's it's all about the the underlying mentality yeah. of the situation. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Dude, <laughs> but 
there's this uh, where I work. I work at this restaurant, and um, we've gotten a couple of new regulars, right? And these two regulars, we have deemed them as like the pickup douchebags. Like that's just who they are, <laughs> and they do this this weird overconfident douchebaggery thing, where they when they're talking about like hooking up with women they make sure that they're extra loud and boisterous about it mm. at a sit-down dinner place are you kidding me but like <laughs> it's like oh yeah man that girl shelly yeah i fucked her good Ooh. yeah yeah Ooh. like what alice is probably like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> she's in there she barges in who the fuck is shelly <laughs> shelly but like and uh these two guys, they're like hitting on one of the waitresses, like one of my coworkers, and just giving her all the moves that they've got written down in this little how-to handbook. It's just like, <laughs> oh, sorry, let me fucking page sixty-eight. Thought I'd say sixty-nine, didn't you? Sixty-eight, <laughs> subsection five, paragraph two. Are those space pants? Because that ass is out of this world. Like, they're hitting you with with fucking bullshit pickup lines and just trying to make it seem like, yeah, I sell insurance, baby. Hop on. Like, I know exactly what you mean. And I'm talking to the, I'm talking to my coworker about it. She's like, that was so uncomfortable. I don't understand how, how women fall for that or like, allow that to happen it makes no sense and i'm pissed off about it i say yeah dude fuck those guys like well don't but like this guy yeah, suck man yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we talk about like you shouldn't really hit on people when they're working like can we can yeah, we, can we stress that point too like dude the service industry is a weird thing to dance around okay and i'm a guy i have a bit diff- more different of an experience uh, unless we're talking about old ladies and very gay men, because they will eat me alive. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, man. Some guy, well, some guy, like was handsy, wasn't she? <laughs> ferociously hit on me based on like, oh, this is such a stupid, stupid story. Um, I was working and I was taking care of this uh, group of <laughs> group of guys. All very gay. We were having a good time. We were just, like, joking around. I love it. They're super boisterous and super outgoing. And they're just like, yeah, let's fucking party, dude. I'm like, hell yeah, man. Like, we're taking (laughs) shots together. Uh, One guy was a bit interested in me. And uh, he used, like, ketchup as a segue into hitting on me. And I was just like, he's like, hey, do you guys have any ketchup for my fries? I was like, yeah, dude, I'll be right back. And I go and I grab him some Heinz ketchup and I put it in front of him. He said, oh my fucking God, you guys have Heinz ketchup here? Jordan, I work for Heinz. And he started using that and having ketchup connects to like, (laughs) (laughs) to like, to get me out with them. And I was just like, yes, we have the most popular ketchup in the world. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm like, you're good, dude. And then he spilt his martini all over the place. It was a f- anyway. Uh, but like, girl servers and women servers. Oh my god, man, they go through some bullshit. And we all do it. We all kind of like, we're a bit more flirty with people. Obviously, we know that. Like, we are strippers, but for food. We are just kind of egging you on, you know, to make your experience a little bit more enjoyable, so you give us more money. 
Like Absolutely. that's the bottom line. That's generally bottom line. like you know we like you, most of you, a lot of you anyway. You know as long as you're cool, like dude, we don't mind doing a little bit extra for y'all. Like, Absolutely not. B- but. Like, Allison and I, every day before we go into work, it's just like, all right, go shake some ass in there. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> like, <laughs> Get out there, girl. <laughs> That's what she tells me every day <laughs> before we work. Shake, some like, ass, shake that ass in there, Jordan. <laughs> but we have to know, like, you have to realize that fake flirting is also a thing. It's Sometimes it's because you're bored. And, you know, that can be a little misconstrued. That could be a little dickish of a mood. It's like, oh, yeah, I was just leading you on. Yeah, don't do that. That's just bad. But when it's generally known that this industry is having a good time mm-hmm. then or trying to give you the best experience possible, no, we're going to flirt with you a little bit <laughs> because you're going to do it with us. Like, that's just how it works, bro. Yeah. I've had a million different old ladies pinch my bottom because they're just like, you are so cute. If I was 70 <laughs> years younger, I was like, God damn, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Should I have kicked her out for sexual harassment? Maybe. But she left right. me a crisp $2 bill to buy something nice with. You baby. just should respond like, oh, if you were only five years older. <laughs> <laughs> You could pocket that one. <laughs> oh, I will. I will. If you were five days. <laughs> that one's good. That's funny. Oh, man. No, I, I, no, I totally agree with you. Like, you have to, especially if people are at work, you got to go in with that mentality of, like, they're, they're working and they're going to do everything for that tip. And especially tip jobs. I mean, tip jobs in general. I mean, yeah, you got to you got to swoon people like you got to make sure their yeah, experience dude. is the best that, that you can provide and and if that means you're going to flirt a little bit because people you know people tend to like that it makes you approachable makes you fun makes you that's cool but like there's a limit there's a cap like hey she's flirting yeah. or he's flirting or whoever it is and you know like oh that that was really nice i feel comfortable and i had a really good time the server's great and then you move on like <laughs> you can't you can't yeah. like you can't dance with one person and then be like she's in love with me (laughs) (laughs) hey sweetie can i get you a coke oh my god i can't wait to call my mother about this like (laughs) (laughs) mom it's happening it's happening it's happening (laughs) oh man i uh oh my gosh you know you know what this kind of this kind of remind me of just a top like in this topic is um to make things awkward and to make things weird really fast is to hell yeah is to like show how desperate you are to want that thing and of course you can be desperate in the sense of like hey i i haven't had this in a while and i'm look i'm going out with the intention of looking for it and i want it that's okay but it's like when you let people know that side of things it kind of scares people and it scares me, and I'm sure if I did that to a girl, it might scare them too. Because if mm-hmm. I'm if I am in this desperate mode, and I don't even like the word desperate, I just maybe I just really want this thing, and I'm gonna do anything that goes out to go out there and get it. <laughs> it's like 
letting people know like on the first date or like really early on you're like all right well i'm like i i like you i i'm in i i, I want to keep hanging out with you and you're pressuring them to always hang out and you want to keep seeing them yeah. more and more and more and you're not loving you're not giving that room of like hey we had a good time let's take a let's get a little bit of space for us to think about this and because attachment people think attachment happens overnight and I'm like, I could go on one mm-hmm. date and have a really good time. Probably the best time on a on a date I've ever had. And I'm not going to leave attached to you, like attached to the thought right. that you're going to be mine. And like, I want this uh, in the at, like full heartedly. Like, granted, I could leave and be like, I definitely want to see that person again. But it's that when you let the the little ounces of desperation seep through it kind of I, at least in my opinion, it kind of like makes people pull back a little bit because it's like have, i mean you ever you ever met that someone or met someone where you're like damn i think you want that a little too much like i think yeah like there's something about you where like you're holding a lot of weight to this thing that you want and i think that you're looking and in my head i'm kind of like i don't want to assume oh excuse me assume on anyone else's <laughs> behalf but it, it makes it, you it sick kinda, to your stomach <laughs> it kind of goes like like i don't know like you're you're not like aren't you happy being oh, a, like you aren't you happy being alone i was like alone i was firsthand that person bro i was absolutely i remember desperately wanting to to have a relationship with someone and dude when i tell you i smothered that person for like three straight weeks and was to my surprise they wanted nothing to do with me for that like after that it crushed me like it, it i was so yeah, it's not that I wanted it really bad. No, I was fucking desperate for it. And like, I just, <laughs> and I completely fucked that situation up, boy. But like, that was a turning point for me. That was a an eye-opening, oh, damn, dude. Like, yeah, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, there's a balance to that, but that's true. Like, it's that rings so true. true. Like, mm-hmm. you have to have room to miss someone. And honestly, this is a how Allison and I are still together because we like it amazes me that we didn't smother each other out because mm-hmm. we started dating like right as the pandemic started and we were just like well I've got no one else to hang out with like yeah, you are sure. like it was just her and I all the time <laughs> like, it's just you baby <laughs> <laughs> it's just us dude and like our relationship went on hyperspeed after that but that just rings true how fucking you know how much we love each other and i think that's yeah. great yeah well in that circumstance that's like you're putting a, a factor into it that not a lot of people have yeah, experienced yeah. you know it's like you i think you found your balance in that circumstance you know like granted you 100%. did see each other a lot and that put it on blast a little bit for you guys i think things through a little bit heavier than you would if you were just casually going out and doing things but I mean, I don't, I don't know. Do you think it worked? I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously, it fucking worked. <laughs> you guys are getting married. <laughs> oh my god, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> of course, it worked. But what I mean is, like, remove COVID, make it normal life, and like the last two, three years have been completely normal. You know, like I, th- the, these stories would be completely different because you guys would still be working. You guys would, you guys wouldn't have lost your jobs, and the restaurants wouldn't have closed down, and you guys would have had all your friends still hanging out with yep. and like you guys would have had to collab your life in it. You probably, I have confidence to say that you guys would have reached this point eventually, but it, I'm sure you wouldn't be our oh, way would, now, you know? Yeah. It'd be further down the road, but yeah. Yeah. I really do think so. Um, it's just fucking, it's wild how that worked out. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> it's fucking great. 
<laughs> you know that's you know how like you said like our friendship fell into your lap yeah um i i was kind of that way with relationships of, up until a couple years ago um where my mentality wasn't always to meet someone special and and make them my girlfriend it was like all right we're, we've been friends for six months to a year they start kind of developing feelings and maybe they've hit it for a while and then they tell me mm-hmm. and then I'm like, Oh yeah, I'll go for it. It sounds like I, I didn't initiate this, but you know, I'll yeah. try this out. And, um, I, I, I it kind of like it, it like with friendships, it works because if you're not, if it's not hard for you to be around someone, um, and hanging out all the time, that's great. You feel like your connection is like just getting stronger. But in a relationship, yeah. I I had that same mentality where like you asked me out and I said yes and I but I still don't feel the, like fully feel the things the same way you do. And then like yeah. my life didn't change, but theirs did in the sense of how much time they were going to take out of their life to spend with me changed drastically, but mine didn't. And so Yeah. The whole time I'm fighting this, hey, I've still got music and school and whatever else on my life that I'm I'm prioritizing right now. And now that you're intru- introduced, yeah, I'm gonna sacrifice a little bit of time with my friends, a little bit of time doing music. I, I'm I'm I know that I have to sacrifice a little bit of time to spend with you, but the mm-hmm. because this person was a lot more interested than in me than I was them, even though we had committed to a relationship i i still fought this like you don't spend enough time with me or you don't spend enough um like you're not doing things for me and i'm like dude it's only been like three months in our relationship i'm i can't drop everything to to be with you i like i like spending time with you i think there's a you know there we spend a lot of time together from my point of view because Mm -hmm. i'm taking things away from my life to spend time with you because if you're not here i'm going to do more of what i'm doing now and my life doesn't really change and i think i had to make this like switch of yeah and and i not i'm not saying i said yes because and i was uninterested in the relationship i just i said yes because this person was interested in me and no other person was at the moment. And I was like, oh, well, like, you know, relationships are fun. I like it. So I'm going to say yes to it. But more out of like, a, not because like I 100% fully want to commit. You know what I mean? And yeah, I got in this bubble like where I was like, man, if if I don't like if I didn't see you for a few days, it wouldn't bother me. And now, now I'm in a relationship where like, I genuinely want to spend time with her. I genuinely want to have conversations with her. And if a couple of days go by, because we're both very busy, I I want I want it. And I've never had that feeling of like, I want mm-hmm. to text you every day. Or I want to at least say hey to you. I want to at least like have some form of communication to keep this thing going. And usually like the way I was is like, we could not talk for a week and then we hang out and it's fine. And then that... It, it it wasn't like what yeah. a committed relationship should look like um, because I wasn't like 100% gung-ho on this person. And I think, I mean, that's a trap I fell into where 
It's not that my feelings were disgenuine and I led them on. It's nothing like that. Or I didn't manipulate them in anything. I just never had that one person that I wanted to sacrifice everything for. And now I'm getting to the point where like getting to know uh, this person more and more, the more I want to sacrifice for this person out of my own will and not out of the will of someone else forcing me to do that. And because that when I sacrifice time to spend with somebody else, it it was almost like, all right, well, I got to, you know, I want to play music, but all right, like I'm going to leave just so I can go hang out with this person. So they're happy. And you're saying it, you're saying it already where there, there comes a maturity in how you look at these relationships where we go from sacrificing time for someone we don't care as much about to making more time for a person we are interested in. And I think even just saying that and viewing it in that light really speaks volumes to how you feel because you did that completely unintentionally. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like that's just something I heard and I think that's fucking great and I'm really happy for you, but it just shows that I'm not sacrificing anything to, to hang out with you. Like I'm, moving things aside and I will get to all my things when I can. Uh, but I'm making time for you. And that is an expression of love. It's not me sacrificing my day for you because that just sounds like a work of labor. That just sounds like exactly. It sounds like you're trying to work it too hard. No, no, I'm just, I'm making it for you. I've got, I've got like Allison and I, like we tell each other a lot. It's dude, if I, especially when her and I get on busy opposite schedules. Um, it's literally, I will make 10 minutes just to come say hello. Like I, I need to see you. Like I want to see you. And that means the world to both of us yet. Yeah. It's not a whole afternoon's worth of time together. It's not a whole vacation week that we can just go off and do whatever we want. Uh, just showing that I mean so much to you that, what little time you do have, you are going to give it to me. That is an amazing feeling. And so I understand what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I really yeah, I know that I really was do. like, I'm trying to think that through. And I, I, I don't want it to, I get, you know, you, people can interpret the way they want. But I, uh, I just, it like when you said the act of labor, yeah, like it used to feel like that thing of like, okay, like I have to go hang out with this person and I'm clocking in. And then after that, mm-hmm. I'll clock out and go back to normal life. And it's not yep. that I was, I, yeah, I think it's just a maturity thing of, I realized that at some point I realized why we broke up, that I wasn't as interested in this person as they were me. And then it brought a lot of problems to the relationship because every conversation and I, and I think, you know, I got to a point of self-reflection because, you know, every time I broke up with someone, the same points were brought up and I was like, ah, oh, damn kind of probably should think about that you know one person says it you're like uh i'll think about it but it's not heavy but two people three people say that then you're like okay maybe i really need to start looking at myself yeah and yeah i got to philly and i started dating around and and uh then i met someone and and i think just that point in my life where like a lot of things are settled where i have my job i have friends i have things in order and i could have went in with the same mentality of like oh i'm pushing things aside i'm sacrificing to like go clock in with you but like you were saying it's it's not like that at all now it's like no it's i'm not sacrificing anything i'm actually 
like if I'm doing almost cool or music or something, I'm actually sacrificing my time with you to go do yeah. those. You know, it's like a flip of the coin almost. And it's now I don't I, and I don't want to say like it is a form of maturity and it happens over years. And it, it that, that conclusion I came to, I feel like a lot later than people because people are getting married at 18, 19, 20 years old and they already that's made wild. that. And that's wild on its own. Uh, but they, they've made that decision. This is my person. Like I want to spend every moment I can, and I'm not going to, everything that I do is a sacrifice of time with them. And I think that's very, I think that's great. But for me, it happened a lot later and I'm, and it's weird to think about that where have you like when you when you started dating Allison and you can in, in in previous relationships, did you have that feeling because we were out of state kids um, in college that uh, you you never really thought about them meeting your parents or like meeting your family or meeting your people in your life that, you know, it would be a trip or a, a yeah a long thing or a big deal to go do that um i like i in in college i had that weird uh thing where i was like oh well, you probably never meet my parents and that's a weird thing to think about yeah, that's a weird thing to say yeah it's a weird thing to say because i'm like you're my girlfriend like you yeah i want my parents to know you but like and then my head i was like oh i'm out of state and now i'm like with k-dog i'm like I'm like trying to plan a time to go see my parents and like, I want my parents to meet her and I'm excited for her to like be introduced to that. And it was weird because that's never happened before for me, like where I'm actually excited for them to meet my family and get to know that side of things because I was always so far removed, you know, it was like really, really easy to keep my family over there and my relationship over here. And that dichotomy was I think it's toxic. I don't think it was healthy. I don't think it was, you know, I'm keeping someone at a certain distance, A, my family, and B, my relationship from each other so they don't coincide, but I, I'm trying to live a single life. That It's weird. That's weird. It's I wrote like... that book, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that book. <laughs> I wrote that book. Because... <laughs> Because like you know when I when I ask my mom if I if you were to genuinely ask my mom how many girlfriends I've had uh, throughout the years she'd say like one or two and I'm not I don't have double digits I'm not like out there flexing I have all these girlfriends or anything but like I will say uh, most of them they don't they have no idea I was yeah. even in a relationship they had no idea That's wild <laughs> yeah which is wild to me I've got I've got like, a few of those as well yeah. And so now I'm like, no every time idea. my mom calls, she's like, how's Kirsten doing? I'm like, oh, she's doing great. Like all these different, I'm excited <laughs> to tell her what she's up to. And like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I've never really felt that f- before. And yeah, I think it's a mixture of, yeah, I think I matured up a little bit, but I also think I really met someone I, I ha- like has sparked that feeling for me and i'm like oh this is nice which is why the fucking game feels weird because i didn't try to pick her up at all she tried to pick me up (laughs) there you go we met on uh, you mastered the game you're the prize boy (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) you know what it was i actually had a conversation uh yesterday about tinder dating someone came up to me called me or whatever and we were having a talk about they're on hinge and tinder and things and i he was saying he gets bored because he texts these per these people um 
these girls and like wants to go on dates and he's like well i you know i talked for them with them for two days and then it's you know it's like left on you know on red or whatever and um i kind of got to that same point too when i was on dating apps and when i in the time frame that i met kirsten um i was the one always initiating conversations like if we matched i'd say hey what's up first you know all the time and i felt like i was wanting them around but they didn't want me around and so I flipped yeah. the coin and I just, I said, all right, well, I think I'm trying too hard, you know, only message people who message you first. And Kirsten messaged me first. We talked for a little bit, went out for a beer and it was great. And the whole time that really, really, really settled my anxieties about, does this person really want me around? Does this person like want to genuinely see me? And like, do yeah. they want to build this relationship? Because like, when I initiated it, I'm always excited to talk to somebody. I'm always genuinely looking forward to it. And so, when I felt that when the when Kirsten was courting me, I was like, "Oh, dude, she's really into this. Like, she really yeah. wants to. She really wants this." Which made me think of like, "Dang, if she really wants this, like, yeah, like that makes me feel amazing." that she wants to be there too. And it's not like a, a weird, like, yeah, we can hang out and we'll see if you like each other. That, that kind of just makes me feel weird. Um, because then I get into this mentality of like, I have to impress you. And like, I have to, you have to, I'm going to have to grow you to like me because you don't like me initially. And I know this is a weird, like kind of take to come onto dating apps and things, but that's the way I, and it ended up working out for me. I mean, like, you know, she's yeah. still, she's still here. We're still forming a, our relationship and it's, I'm having these feelings like six months in and I'm, I'm going to say like, I dated someone for two years and didn't feel at all what I'm feeling now. And that speaks volume to me. Volume. Speaks volumes. Where. You're not wrong, man. You're <laughs> like, not wrong at all. I was trying to court these people all the time. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, then I just had to maintain, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's awful i hope and i you know i'm not saying that like yeah i probably i made some mistakes i i definitely am not perfect um i'm pretty damn close but uh <laughs> uh but you know it uh, it was weird to have these experiences kind of paint the light and that's the i don't know like all these different approaches that we've been talking about and things it's all of that is eliminated, I think, when you meet the right person. And the right person, you know, may not be right initially, but something in you, like, I don't know. Like, I know it's weird. There's that unexplainable X factor that you grow these feelings for someone that you believe is really right for you. Right. And that I can't coach or I can't even preach or I can't, like, say anything about that feeling because I found it and I don't know how. Like, that's – th- it's like – Dude, yeah, these – these like really just deep relationships with people. It's not something you can, you can make in a lab, you know, it's not something you can fucking practice. It literally takes two people (laughs) to, Mm -hmm. to mesh, you know? And like I said, like your my friendship with you fell into my lap by accident. You know, I could have made fun of anybody that day. But I made fun of you. Yeah, that's just how it worked. Um, Allison and I, we didn't see this coming. You know, we didn't see, or at least I didn't. Maybe she did. Maybe she was playing the long game 
stringing me. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, get her in here. Yeah. We can ask her some questions. Allison. <laughs> uh, so I need to have Allison on here one of these days. Um, but did something happened. It was just like, oh shit! Like here we are. <laughs> like this is like you just snuck into my brain, and now like I just want to keep you there, and yeah. it's awesome, and it's great, and. I don't know. I think that's why I love dating friends. Yeah, you know what? If it ends, I'm probably ending that friendship. I get that. That's a risk I'm willing to take. But I don't know. Just knowing that her and I got along and we were able to hang out and do kind of dumb stuff together and we both enjoyed it and there was no pressure on it. It was really nice. It was really great and just very comforting. And I don't know. It's... It's no, any hard anytime to you, yeah, no, anytime you talk about Allison, uh, there's, it's it's never been like a like you tried to introduce yourself and she was not a not for it initially, and then you were like, <laughs> and then that probably put you in a boat that's like, okay, well, all right, I'm you know I'm just yeah. trying to be friends here, that's cool, um, and it might have implanted an idea in your head that you know it's not gonna that's not ever gonna be a thing or whatever, but it's that you didn't. I think from that moment on, there was no courting process. I and mean, you can correct me no. if I'm wrong. Yeah. It was like, okay, she's not interested. And then you guys continued like, working together. And then feelings just naturally built because there was no pressure of like, okay, I am interested in this person. And I'm going to try. Like, yeah. it's, I'm not saying like trying is not effort. Trying is like, it's like that. It's that thing of you're deliberately doing something out of your own normality to get what you want. That's what I think of it as an effort is like understanding the situation that you're in and and putting effort into that is is putting your yeah. energy and your focus on it, not necessarily yeah. trying. I know that's it's weird. I think effort and trying are sometimes they're interchangeable, but in this situation they're not. Like I think of trying yeah. as like manipulation and then to the like on the extremes like trying is manipulation and effort is like putting forth raw energy and focus into something productive yeah and i yeah that's kind of i agree and uh yeah trying (laughs) is hookup culture for me and effort is long game like relationship building you know yeah (laughs) That's kind that of the sense. way. No, it really kind does. Of the way trying, when you say trying, I'm thinking of just like, oh, I'm trying a few things. I'm seeing what works. Effort, you are putting your focus on one specific thing. You yeah. Know, and then, yeah, you get, you get to. picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, you're smelling what I'm stepping in. Like <laughs> Smell what you're stepping in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. You have any final thoughts? you have anything else you want to? Nah, man, I felt Crack awkward this on? whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I know I ranted for the episode. Oh, no. No, you're all good, dude. I'm happy for you. I want you to just just radiate with happiness, and I'm glad radiate. you do it. I'm yeah, glad you do yeah it. well, I'm about to in Aruba, man. Like, <laughs> we're about to just lay on the beach, do nothing all day. That's <laughs> oh, going to be great. It's going to oh, yeah. be great. I might have to... Might have to oh. <laughs> swoop in from under you grab that honeymoon suite i'm actually engaged (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I know. That's the oh, best man. part about it. It's like <laughs> with the package, uh, like initially the spa and like massages and things weren't included. But if you got the honeymoon package, it was. And so we were like, oh, oh yeah, we're getting, we want that. Like, <laughs> Ain't this great? I could ruin your whole trip with one phone call. I would My gosh. I would. <laughs> I <knew you. laughs> They're lying. They're lying to you. <laughs> Kick them out. Kick them out. their real name. That's not even their real name. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Martin doesn't exist. <laughs> That's not real. Oh, man. Well, everybody, uh, thank y'all so much for tuning into another episode. Uh, please like, share, subscribe to the podcast wherever you can. Uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, more specifically, if you could, that'd be great. Um, all the numbers, they really, they really do bump us out to like we're having a little i was looking at the numbers yesterday getting a little traction in the the kingdom of spain ain't that crazy yeah having a little uptick to our friends in spain so hello to y'all thank you so much um you can follow the podcast on instagram at almost cool pod uh let's see follow martin creation underscore of martin you can follow me jordan hooter underscore also, uh, set up a subreddit uh, the other day. So if y'all want to hop on that, um, I put I think I put the link on the Instagram link tree. So if you just go to the bio, you should be able to see it there. But if not, I think it's just oh, excuse me, um, reddit.com slash almost cool podcast, if I'm not mistaken, or almost cool pod, one of the two. I should know this stuff before I try to promote it. Uh, <laughs> join the community yeah. we can all talk together we just make hordes of 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 almost cool memery and just roast each other and have a good time doing it who knows maybe we'll make some new friends it'll be cool yeah that'd be amazing um, hell yeah but anyways thank you all so much and uh we'll see you next week Peace. for more juicy topics, juicy topics. roll that outro <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha